0: Hello, 大家好, Lydia. Hey everyone, I'm Teacher Lydia. You're listening to International Talk. This is our fourth episode of International Talk I'm so happy to be talking to my kind and smart friend Talia Not only does she have a huge heart, but she has so many interesting stories From her move to Taiwan, working here, and also about the country she's from So without further ado, let's hear from Talia Thank you so much for coming today, Talia. Thank you for having me, Lydia. <laughs> I'm really excited to talk to you. I feel like I'm going to learn so much today. First, let's tell everybody, where are you from?
1: I'm from the beautiful and tropical country of Belize, but many people don't know where that is. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Very true. <laughs> Maybe you can tell us, where is
1: Belize? Um, well, I usually tell people it's right under Mexico. And then they think it's Mexico. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Like a city in Mexico. (laughs) Yeah.
1: (laughs) But it's a really small country, right under Mexico, beside Guatemala and beside the Caribbean Sea.
0: And how long have you lived in Taiwan?
1: It's almost been 10 years now. Wow,
0: 10 years! Did you know you were going to stay this long?
1: Originally, I had thought only for 6 years. which was the time for my career in Taiwan. Mm -hmm.
0: What made you stay longer? Work. (laughs) (laughs) Do you prefer working here?
1: Yes, because I did go back to my country to work and I didn't like it. I did that for one year and ultimately I decided to come back and give Taiwan a try. Mm -hmm. And
0: it's been three years now. and.
1: Here I am. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think that will be really amazing for Taiwanese people to hear because so many Taiwanese people want to go abroad to work. And so to hear someone else, a foreigner, who has the chance to work somewhere else, choose to come back to Taiwan, I think that's a, that's, yeah, that's a really exciting thing. All right, where in Taiwan have you lived? I have lived in two cities, in
1: Tainan and in Taipei. Oh, cool. You lived in Tainan first? Yeah. When I came to Taiwan, I received a scholarship at NCKU mm-hmm. and I did my studies there. Mm-hmm. So I did one year of Chinese, four years of bachelor's or undergrad, and one year master's. Okay. And then for work, well, I'm here in Taipei. Mm. And what do you do for work? I work in a medical startup company as a regulatory affairs specialist.
0: Do you think you can explain what a regulatory affairs specialist does? Of course.
1: Um, As you know, food, drugs, or medical devices need to be regulated by an organization before they're marketed to the public Mm -hmm. for safety reasons, of course. (laughs) So my job is to get the approval of these organizations, like FDA for the U.S. market, for Taiwan it's the TFDA, for, for Europe it's the CE marking. So my job is to get clearance from these organizations and then to ensure that we're always in compliance with, this, with the current standards and regulatory requirements. Interesting.
0: And for our last question for the introduction round, what are your hobbies? What do you do in your free time in Taiwan?
1: Well, I enjoy being active doing outdoor activities. I like swimming, hiking, and even scuba diving. I also enjoy working out. It really helps me to de-stress and just feel better instantly. I like reading books once in a while. I think I even borrowed some books
0: from you. (laughs) A lot of people have my books.
1: Yeah, and I'll sometimes go into the movies to like watch a Marvel movie. <laughs>
0: mm. You like superhero movies? Yes. Me too. <laughs> Me too. Cool. And you said you scuba dive. I didn't know you did scuba diving. Yeah, actually, it was my birthday
1: gift to myself last year because it's pretty expensive <laughs> to get certified. Mm. So I said, like, oh, I, I, I will give this to myself. So I went to Kenting mm-hmm. and did the course and really... I really, really like it.
0: That's amazing. I like that idea of giving yourself a birthday present. I yeah. think we deserve that. <laughs> we need to reward ourselves some more. Yeah, that's really cool. Have you been scuba diving in other places in Taiwan?
1: Well, I've only scuba dived in Kenting and in Xiao Louchiao. Okay. Two times.
0: Okay. Yeah. Which one did you prefer?
1: 蝦鱼鳥 <laughs> Because of the sea turtle yeah. yeah, I saw so many, they were so pretty mm. But
0: you can't touch them <laughs> No, no, it's against, it's, you get a fine 300,000, yeah. fine 首先,我問Talia,她來自哪一個國家 她說她來自比利斯,伯利茲 但是她说很多人听完这个就会以为 他中間其實有回Beliz工作一年 他一开始来台湾就是先住台南 Regulatory Affairs Specialist 那我上网查了一下，这个职位中文是法规资深专员。那我问他可不可以解释他这个职业是做什么？他说，因为所有的产品都一定要经过一些健康和安全法规的一些认证。那他的工作呢，就是在确保产品有审核通过不同国家的健康安全法规。那听起来是不是觉得他俩真的很厉害？就是在一个台湾公司做这个工作，我觉得他真的很强。那接下来我就问他他喜欢做哪些休闲娱乐他说他很喜欢户外活动 she feels better instantly 马上就可以让她觉得心情更好另外她也喜欢看书她说还有在我这边借书我跟他說我覺得這是一個很棒的一個想法 有好多好多問題想問他,想更了解他的故事還有他的背景,像我特別想知道更多關於Philippines的事情,畢竟我對這個國家也不是很熟悉。接下來就讓我們聽聽他的一些其他故事跟他的一些分享。So now that everyone knows more about you, maybe we can talk more about your move to Taiwan. So you said that you came here on a scholarship? Yes. Did you choose Taiwan or? Yes, of course. There is a
1: whole application process where you have to submit papers. And also the scholarship that I, I applied to was offered by the Ministry of Foreign Affairs from Taiwan.
0: Oh, okay. Did you know <laughs> anything about Taiwan?
1: I only knew Made in Taiwan. <laughs>
0: It's already better than most people. Everyone else is like, Thailand?
1: (laughs) Yeah, yes, yes.
0: Okay, wow. So that was really brave. You just saw the scholarship. It's
1: because I um, I had applied to two universities in the U.S. and I got accepted, but I had to make a big loan for that. And at the same time, my university had a school fair for scholarships. And I saw that the Taiwan scholarship was fully paid because Belize and Taiwan are allies. Mm-hmm. So they offer this this privilege. So I applied for it. Like I knew I did I had to do my research for it. But I hadn't heard anything from the scholarship like if I, if I got it or not. So I was actually on the process going through the process of, getting a loan to go to the US when all of a sudden I get a call that I got this the scholarship but I had to leave the lease like in three weeks. Like I had to get my US visa. I had to get everything ready to leave in three weeks. So it was really hectic mm-hmm. but I I got through it <laughs> and here I, I here I am.
0: So they basically told you three weeks before.
1: Yeah, three weeks you can before. Come. Yeah.
0: Wow. That is very last minute. Yeah. Very last minute. Did you have any cultural shocks when you first arrived in Taiwan?
1: Well, Belize is very multicultural, so I knew a bit about the Asian culture. But I recall that the first time that it fully registered that I was moving to another part of the world was when I got in the airplane. I was surrounded fully. By only Asians, (laughs) (laughs) and they were all speaking a language that I didn't understand at all. So for the first time in my life, I felt like I was a foreigner. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Yeah,
1: that's true. How old were you then? I was twenty.
0: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. My
1: first birthday here, I I was twenty one.
0: Wow, that's. I mean, you're still quite young at that point. So, I feel like to go somewhere new and be surrounded by a culture and, and by a language that you don't know, that's really brave.
1: But I feel like it made me become independent mm-hmm. at a younger age. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I had to like, get an apartment by myself, I had to pay the bills by myself, pay the tuition by myself, and so on.
0: How was doing that in a country where you don't speak the language?
1: Well thankfully I had other Belizeans here that were my friends that helped me a lot.
0: They also came with the scholarship? Yes. Okay.
1: Every year I think like twenty or thirty Belizeans come to Taiwan to study.
0: Oh wow. Yeah. I didn't realize there were so many. There's a so you have a community here?
1: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we have a Belizean
0: community <laughs> <laughs> but does it make you does it remind you of home? Yes. Okay, <laughs> That's nice, though, because I think it's true. In every country, there are many different nationality
1: Like, communities. Yeah. Like, in the U.S., you have, like, the Asian community, yeah. <laughs> and so... Yeah, and
0: even growing up in Holland, we had a Taiwanese community, too. Really? Yeah. So. And did
1: you, like, hang out together?
0: Yeah. So whenever we had the Chinese festivals, like Dragon Ball Festival, Lunar Moon Year Festival, Chinese New Year, we would have, like, a big dinner, anyone who wanted to join, uh, mainly Taiwanese people though, and yeah, and so we did a lot of Taiwanese things, or like traditional things, so we could still feel especially for the, the older generation, the parents so they could feel a, a bit of home, and for us, the younger generation it was more so we can learn about the culture, but yeah yeah,
1: I think just last weekend, we, we had a new ambassador come to Taiwan so we had like a, 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 a picnic for all the legions, I think I'm not sure which park it was at, but we had like only Belizeans, like getting familiar with the ambassador and so it was really nice.
0: Yeah, that's a really nice idea. And since you've arrived and you've been here for 10 years, is there a Taiwanese habit that you've developed or anything that's made you like more Taiwanese?
1: (laughs) I think there are two habits. One is right after lunch you take the power nap.
0: (laughs) So it's not a common...
1: No, <laughs> I think it's a very Asian thing. <laughs>
0: That's true, actually. I never took a nap in Europe either.
1: Yeah, yeah, so in my office, right after everyone has had lunch, they turn off the light and everyone takes a, a short nap.
0: <laughs> so you do too?
1: Yeah, I did too. <laughs> but it does help. Like afterwards, you feel like rejuvenated, refreshed, ready to work. Mm.
0: So you like this? I like this habit. <laughs> the, okay.
1: uh, the other one is rather silly. It's saying bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs> Why?
0: Why because, is that new?
1: Because in my country, no one says bye-bye.
0: <laughs> really? What do yeah. you say?
1: Goodbye or see you later. Oh. But here it's like cute, like
0: bye-bye. <laughs> That's true. I had a friend who came to Taiwan and he started to say, bye-bye. Everywhere we bye-bye. <laughs> That's true, it's very Taiwanese. Yeah. Do you say it to your international friends or like in Belize as well? I haven't thought about it. (laughs) Maybe I do. (laughs) Accidentally, like when you go home. I don't have it. (laughs) I can imagine your family might be like, what is she doing? (laughs) (laughs) You mentioned that you spent the first few years in Tainan. What do you think of Tainan?
1: Well, I really like Tainan. I think it's really laid back, cheap and has delicious food Mm. (laughs) I think it also has a lot of history like it has a lot of old buildings I think it was actually the, it's actually the oldest city in Taiwan could be yeah it has a lot of old temples you can go sightseeing you can go to the beach yeah I really like it
0: how many years did you live there 6.5.
1: Six point five. Oh wow! Yeah, okay. six point five years. So
0: you know Tainan really well now.
1: Yeah, I know all the spots to go to.
0: Should I should ask you next time I go to Tainan?
1: Yeah. So when you girls went to Tainan, I'm like, I don't want to go there. <laughs> it <laughs> six and a half
0: years. Yeah. <laughs> what did you do in your free time in Tainan?
1: Well, I was a student back then, so most of my free time I spent it studying, but like a big test like of course we would go like party <laughs> um, also like since it's less international than Taipei there are less foreigners so basically you know all the foreigners that live there which in a way it's a good thing because like you hang out together so back when I was there like we used to have like gatherings mm-hmm. or, and everyone are everyone is just friends
0: so it's mainly... Melanie- the people you met there that yeah. created those events and the social activities.
1: Yeah, because many people go there and they say, oh, it's so boring <laughs> because they don't know anyone. But once mm-hmm. you have like a group of friends, then of course you will do like events together and it will be fun. Mm-hmm. The only thing I don't like, though, is that transportation is so bad. Mm. Like, you have to have your own means of transportation. That's how I learned how to ride my scooter. Mm.
0: Oh, yeah, because you have a scooter here. Yeah,
1: because over there, if you don't have a scooter, then you're screwed. (laughs) Yeah,
0: that's true. They don't have MRT. Does anyone use a bus?
1: No. They do have bus, but no one uses it. It's Mm -hmm. not as convenient.
0: That's true. I forgot. Yeah, you have a scooter. That makes makes you pretty Taiwanese, too. You have your scooter. Yeah. How do you find Tainan different to Taipei?
1: I like Taipei in that there's always something to do or somewhere to be. What I don't like about it is that it is expensive to live. Mm. And you do have to budget. If not, you will never have any savings. Mm. However, to grow professionally and find more job opportunities... I feel like Taipei is the place to be. As for Tainan, if you like the countryside life more and already have close friends living there, then I feel like you would enjoy more Tainan.
0: Because mm-hmm. you also moved to Taipei for job opportunities. Yes.
1: Yeah. yeah, I applied for various jobs, and the one I got was in Taipei. Mm-hmm. So I said, time to move.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, six and a half years. Yeah. yeah, It was a big
1: change because I came here, I didn't know anyone. It's just like starting anew, but it was a challenge. But at the same time, you grow.
0: How did you meet people when you first arrived in Taipei?
1: I knew one person and he introduced me to his friends. And I don't know, eventually friends of friends <laughs> and going out to like activities, like on meetup. Mm. and like that eventually you, you meet people. Mm.
0: I guess it's also a form of courage or a way to step out of your comfort zone that you go out to these events. If you don't, even though you don't know anyone to go and meet people, I think a lot of people are very shy and they're not willing to take that step. But then because of that, you don't get to meet new people. Yeah, you
1: have to really try to be outgoing. Mm -hmm.
0: Fake it till you make it. (laughs) (laughs) Even if you're not, you just pretend you are. So I want to hear more about Belize. I actually also don't know much about it as a country. What do you miss most about Belize?
1: Well, definitely my family. (laughs) Um, I'm really homesick at the moment. Mm -hmm. And hopefully I can go home soon. Mm -hmm. Like once COVID, the situation improves. But um, also I miss the, the food, yeah. like our food is, has more flavor, more spices. Mm. So I usually cook here, but it's still not the same.
0: You can't find the, the same ingredients. Yeah. yeah. What's a typical Belizean meal?
1: Um, it's the rice and beans, but they cook the rice with the beans. Mm. And like stewed chicken, like it's like gravy chicken. Mm. Um, a coleslaw salad, which is like carrots with cabbage and a special dressing, and fried plantain. What's that? It's like a type of banana but that doesn't grow in Taiwan. Is it sweet? Uh not so much. Oh. Yeah. I find it strange because they actually have it in the Philippines, mm-hmm. but they don't have
0: it here. Oh. maybe the Is the weather in Belize similar to that of the Philippines?
1: Mm, I mean it's a tropical country,
0: mm.
1: and Taiwan is also a tropical country,
0: so it's rather strange. Interesting. I wonder why. There must be a reason for it. Can you tell us some traditions or fun facts about Belize? Sure.
1: Um, actually, Belize is is the only English-speaking country in Central America, mainly because we were a British colony, and just in 1981, it gained independence, so it's only 40 years old.
0: Oh, wow.
1: There are also many ethnic groups living there, like I mentioned, so there are many languages spoken there. Like me, I speak Spanish as well, mainly because my parents taught me and that's what we speak at home. Mm -hmm. Belize is well known for its beautiful islands and beaches. Many people retire there or go for their honeymoon. It has the second largest barrier reef in the world, Australia having the first one. It also has a surreal blue hole where many people go to scuba dive. There are also many Maya ruins that are still intact And many people go to learn more about the maya history or to climb the ruins as for the traditions each ethnic group has their own my being hispanic we have the dia de los muertos day of the dead which is similar to the mexican one it is on november 2nd and it's a day where you go to the cemetery to visit your loved ones and take flowers to them and at home you set up a table With a deceased person's picture and their favorite things that they enjoyed in life, like Mm -hmm. their favorite food and so
0: on. It sounds a little bit like tomb sweeping day here. Yes. Uh, Sao mu. Yeah. Yes, something similar.
1: But I think, for uh, I think that Taiwan doesn't have the the table like you don't
0: set up like a table, right? We bring the food to the cemetery. Oh. So there's tables. Well, now, now, like in modern days, they have tables ready for you, and you put the food there, and you pray. So kind of, but not at home. It's not at home.
1: Yeah. Oh, okay. But it's it's like a celebration of death and mm-hmm. life, something like that.
0: Cool. I've only heard, yeah, I've heard about it from, well, Coco, the movie. <laughs> <laughs> I need to watch that movie. You haven't seen no. it? No. You have to. Really? It's so good. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if the Mexican Day of the Dead is the same, but if it's
1: It's similar but people don't like paint their faces and oh, so okay.
0: Yeah, I think then you'd like it too. It's also it's just a very good movie and warm like yeah, you know, heartwarming. Did, did you cry? Yes. <laughs> but I cry I cry during finding Dory, so I can cry in any movie. <laughs> I'm probably not a good example. <laughs> cool, that's really interesting. I your summary really makes me want to go to belize like i really want to go it sounds beautiful people
1: go there so right now with covid belize was really affected because it survives from tourism Mm. like every year thousands of people go to like to the beach or like i said to to get married Mm. for honeymoon and now all these people don't have any jobs Yeah. yeah so it's it's been very very hard
0: did you ever scuba dive there no. Because so you only lived only, only yeah, here. Yeah, you
1: know, okay. but just in October, mm. so I need to go there. Yeah, yeah. Next,
0: as soon as COVID is better, we can go. I want to go too. <laughs> yeah, you
1: should Google Blue Hole in Belize.
0: I think I've heard of it. I think Taiwanese people also know, because I have a group of friends here who scuba dive. I'm pretty sure I've heard them mention it.
1: But I think you have to be a bit more experienced to, to scuba dive there. It's
0: deeper? Or? Yeah, it's
1: deeper. It's just a blue hole in the ocean, but it's like deep blue, marine yeah. blue. Yeah. You see the contrast. You see the, the hole there. The
0: color is different. Yeah. Google it later. <laughs> <laughs> Our listeners can also Google it and see the beautiful pictures <laughs> until we can actually go. Also, I know that before you started working, you did teaching or at the same time, you said?
1: Well, I've been teaching for a very long time. When I was a student, I was tutoring, and then when I started working full-time, I was teaching on the side, so yeah.
0: (laughs) What did you enjoy about teaching?
1: Well, being a native English speaker, sometimes you never really grasp why you say this word this particular way or why is this word an exception to this rule? So teaching helped me a lot to go back to the basics and understand the rules in grammar, sentence structure, and even sometimes just to learn the definitions of new words Mm -hmm. that I thought I knew what they meant, Mm -hmm. (laughs) but actually didn't. Mm -hmm. I also enjoyed that sometimes I learned from the kids. The kids that I usually taught were older, so we could have like very deep conversations. And they taught me a bit about the Taiwanese culture or they used to share their experiences with me. So like one of the things that I remember asking them because I didn't really know why they did this was, about pole dancing at funerals. (laughs) Like, why would you have pole dancers at a funeral? (laughs) And I remember they struggled to explain to me why, Mm. but overall we concluded that it was maybe as a way to celebrate the afterlife Mm. rather than being sad about death.
0: I've actually never heard of that. dancing at funerals in tainan it's really
1: maybe it's more in the rural cities that it's more common because i've never seen it in taipei but in tainan you see it quite often
0: interesting i'm gonna ask around about that i've never heard of that and what was challenging about teaching in taiwan
1: i found It very hard to deal with difficult kids that didn't want to learn English, Mm. they didn't want to be in class, but at the same time they kept disrupting class. Mm. It was really hard to to get through to them and tell them the importance of learning English and the benefits that they will have, that it will have on their future, because at the same time you have a limit on time Mm. and you have to finish your lesson and you have to teach the kids that actually want to learn. Mm. So it was really challenging Mm. to have to deal with that.
0: I think a lot of teachers here have that challenge because so many students are forced to learn English by their parents. It's not a self-motivated goal. Is it a challenge for you too? I work with younger kids, so with them they don't question it as much, Mm -hmm. and because they're younger, I think schools give them more freedom to play, but definitely with older kids where it's all about the textbook or it's all about, you know, the grammar patterns or learning words when it's a lot drier, it is really hard sometimes to keep it fun and make sure they still enjoy the class. So I definitely agree, it's one of the biggest challenges of teaching. All right, I'm gonna ask you the two questions I ask all my interviewees. What would be your biggest tip for Taiwanese people learning English?
1: You need to fully immerse yourself in English in your everyday life. Mm. You need to watch YouTube videos, play video games in English, listen to English songs, watch movies in English with Chinese subtitles, <laughs> and if possible, make, be, become friends with a foreigner mm. just to practice English daily. Don't just practice English in class and don't be shy about making mistakes. By making mistakes and correcting it is how you will learn.
0: Mm, I definitely agree with that. Definitely. Making mistakes is the best way to learn.
1: Yeah, because that's how you become conscious of your mistake and say, oh, next time I won't do this mistake. I
0: love it. So true. And the last one, if you could say one thing to Taiwanese people in general, What would it be?
1: I would say thank you for being so welcoming (laughs) and friendly to foreigners. It definitely has been a home away from home for me and for many other foreigners that I know of. Anytime that I have needed help, there has always been a local who has willingly offered to help in any way possible. I know it's difficult to express yourself in a language that you have not fully mastered yet. Mm But just trying is the only way to get better. So don't give up in your journey to learn English.
0: Oh, that was really sweet. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Zalia, so much for being here today and sharing so much about your life and your experiences and about Belize. Um, so thank
1: you. Thank you too, <laughs> teacher Lydia. <laughs>
0: 我第一个想了解的部分是当初Talia为什么会来台湾 她说她那时候申请了一个奖学金 我问她, 她当时有, 哦, in Taiwan 我说至少他不是觉得台湾是泰国因为很多人在国外听到台湾会以为是泰兰那他刚好看到这个台湾的奖学金是全额的奖学金 我问他来台湾有没有被什么事情吓到，他说他唯一觉得可能比较不习惯的是，他上飞机的时候，他就发现他身边所有的人都是亚洲人，然后大家讲的语言都是他听不懂的语言。这个时候他就真的觉得哇，他已经离开自己的国家了。他当时才二十岁，我跟他说，我觉得他那时候很勇敢，就是一个人到一个完全陌生的一个城市跟文化。他說他唯一覺得可能比較不習慣的是他上飛機的時候 我覺得這是一個很膽子很大的事情我问他说他当初来台湾怎么办到这些事情毕竟他不会讲中文家乡的感觉他说他觉得有两个 rejuvenated, refreshed, ready to work 他说第二个可能听起来有点好笑，但是他觉得说拜拜这件事情也是一个他以前不太会讲。他说他们通常都会说goodbye或是see you later bye 所以我現在也就是聽到bye 他說休閒娛樂的時間他说台南跟台北的差别 接着Talia说她刚来台北的时候其实也很像是重新开始 Meet Up。Meetup 这个APP就可以让你去参加一些新的活动 19很久没有回家了 但是他也很想念Beliz的食物 另外一个她说退休或是去度蜜月是一个非常美的一个地方去了解玛雅人以前的一些历史故事 我问TaliaBeliz有没有哪一些传统习俗 of the Dead 11月 2号 我跟她說聽起來有一點點像台灣的掃墓她說有一點像 of the Dead 最后我跟Talia聊的一个话题就是教学 所以其實有時候自己教的時候那我問他說有沒有遇到哪一些困難 那因为他时间没有很多，他必须要让这些学生同时又爱上学英文，同时又要把教材教完。他说他觉得这是一件很困难的事情。最后就来到结尾的最后两个问题，我问他说：第一个关于学英文，你会给台湾人哪一些建议？他说：You need to fully immerse yourself in English in your everyday life。也就是说，你一定要让你的生活充满英文。无论是看影片、打游戏、看电影、听歌等等他说首先很想要感谢台湾人 他说, home away from home，意思就是有点像是他的第二个家。也是因为台湾人的善良跟欢迎，让他觉得住在这边很开心。他说，每次他需要帮忙的时候，一定会有人愿意帮他。最后，他想送大家一段话，我先用英文重复这段话。他说。” It is hard to express yourself in a language you've not yet mastered. But trying is the only way to get better, so don't give up in your journey to learning English. 你就看得出来他真的是一个很有爱心的一个人 Channel 如果可以的话，也可以在你的 Instagram 或 Facebook 分享你今天的心得，还有学到的东西，让更多人可以认识这个音频。最后，你可以用 First Thank you for listening to this interview on International Talk. I really enjoyed talking to Talia and I learned so much about her background and moving to a new country and especially about Belize, a country that I definitely want to visit after hearing her introduction. I hope you enjoyed listening to this interview as much as I did. If you did and you'd like to hear more interviews, please subscribe to this podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you're listening to the podcast right now. You can also check out my YouTube channel to see a clip of the interview in video form. It would also mean a lot to me if you could share this podcast on your social medias feel free to tag me at teacherlydia underscore languages. And last but not least, if you really want to show your support, there's a link in the description to a donation page. Treat me to a cup of coffee so I can continue making these interviews and share more stories from different people around the world. Thanks again for listening, and I'll see you next time.